Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Podcast. My name is Morgan McDonald, and I'm joined by the co-hosts, George Beamish and Oliver Hoare. And today we have our repeat guest, multiple-time Joe Klecker. Joe, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Happy to be back. Number Hell yeah. four. First time in the studio. First time in the new studio. I used to reside, <laughs> reside near the studio, but... I, <laughs> I don't think we've recorded anywhere twice with you. Like if no. I think St. Moritz. Nomad. Here. What about the backyard? Did we do one in the backyard? Backyard yeah. in Longmont. And, yeah. then and then Boulder. Kitchen table in Boulder. Yeah. Wait, table Boulder. Florida? And Florida. Wait, and Florida. Florida. Yeah. How many? That's five? That's five. Yeah. All different locations. Yeah. <laughs> it's very so you can't come back on until we move somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very impressive. Uh, we have a we have a great show today. We have some fun games to play. We have uh, a lot of news, which we may more, may not get to, depending on things. And we have a very special, special athlete celebrity call in later so uh lots to look forward to first off ceo gus is making us say if you enjoy the coffee club podcast in any way please like comment subscribe turn on the post notifications leave a review on spotify or apple music if that's how you get your podcast action helps the pod grow and ultimately lets us grow our community and do more exciting things in 2024 so we'll get into it now bu it's going to be the first meet for most of our team that's gone down next week, one week, I guess, from when this pod drops. So we'll do more of a preview on that next time. But just for those that are like kind of starting to think about it, because, I mean, we've, we've been thinking about it a lot already. We're probably not going to be able to do any form of like a group run or a meetup. It'll be a bit more of a business trip. However, follow on the Instagram of the Strava Club for updates on anything, because I think we'll have Tom Wang on the ground there. And we'll also have intern Avery Casillas. So... I think there'll be free merch and stickers and stuff getting given away. So uh, we're kind of trying to come up with like some fun games and stuff for giving away, like finding them in the stands and answering a question, making some cool content out of that. So yeah, look forward to that next week. I think next week everything will be BU orientated. But today, the big game that we have is we have the best meets draft. And for those who don't really know how this draft will work, it's just like we've done it one time so far, which was... The best milers draft. Four by mile. <laughs> the four by mile, which was a lot of fun to do. Uh, we each will go around. I don't really know how we're going to decide like the order or anything, but we'll have an order, a snake draft, and we'll go through all the different meets of the year. I mean, it, it can literally be any meet that we want, and we're going to try to assemble the best four meets on each of our teams, and then we'll leave it up to you guys, either on the Instagram or maybe in the comments, to let us know which, uh, which team you think wins. So without further ado time for the best meats draft the year is 2024 the speed in the sport has completely imploded and needs to be saved world athletics and all national federations have collapsed meat directors around the world have entered their respective races into the coffee club draft in order to survive big investors like elon musk and mark cuban are ready to invest in the Chicken Boy Morgs League, but the four horsemen of running and coffee, the four of us, are fighting to create the best roster of events to win over their bank accounts. Our potential league directors will attempt to craft the perfect race schedule, one full of excitement, fan engagement, variety, and overall experience. Welcome to the Coffee Club Best Meets Drafts. Turn that sound down. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I started to like believe it halfway through. 
Is this actually? Yeah, is this a very good job of like t- taking me there. That's for big, sure. Big shout out to uh, manager Tom Wang for putting that together, and a big thanks to the Discord Instagram, especially Shawnee T for putting together a big bank of races, which we'll be um, looking through in order to find some inspiration. Not that we really need it. I mean, we obviously know all the different meets out there. So as I said, uh, we'll go through, and I think the important thing also would be to make your case for every like race that you pick, like why you picked it. So, now into, the order? now into the hard part, the order. In the notes, it says, play odds slash evens or rock, paper, scissors to determine order. But how do you play? I mean, I know how odds and evens works, but I don't know how that determines order. Normally, that determines teams. Yeah. <laughs> you, how can you play like rock, a one or a two. We play rock, paper, scissors. You play rock, paper, scissors. Yes. And then the winners. And then the winners. Losers have winner to play goes each first, other. and then we just well, No, well, then the winners go, we, the two winners face off. All right. And the two losers. Okay, this has to be just like quick bang, 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 one, right. one, one, one. Ready? All right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> oh, wait, we're doing replace right. three. I thought no, we no, no, just, no, one, just, just one. one. Just one. I, I won. George wins. All right, me George versus Joe, Joe yeah. for first pick. Rock, rock, <laughs> All right, so Joe, Joe gets first pick. George second. You guys need to do it. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. All right. Morgan's going last. <laughs> Not going to lie, I kind of wanted to go last. So. Last is nice in the snake draft. <laughs> yeah. So the the official order is Joe, George, Ollie, Morgan. I got the worst one. Fuck. All right. Time for pick number one. All right. Pick number one. Um, I've already, I want to pick number one. Wait, I, wait, one sec. Sorry. Just got to, before you're allowed oh, to pick. Yeah. Pick is in. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so I'm going to choose the Oslo Diamond League. Um, I think that's been a big meet for our team. Like, we've always had a big crew going there for the last two years. Going to be probably three this year, just looking at the schedule of it. And it's always been, like, yeah, just a great meet for our team. And get to go to the home of Jakob Ingebrigtsen. So <laughs> what more could you what want? What more could you want? While he's I have to have a meet in Norway. Yeah, while he's, like, ruling the sport in the way that he is, I think that's always going to be, like, one of the biggest meets, if not the biggest. Yeah, that's the only time I see, like, fans, like, a lot of people dressed up like Vikings, and, like, y- it feels like a, more of, like, a football atmosphere a bit. A real fun sporting event. Yeah. What, before we get into this, I don't know if this is going to, I guess this is for 2024 specifically. What's the Diamond League final this year? Brussels. Brussels. Oh, okay, good to know. Good to know. Should have done my research, but, yeah. Good, good first pick. All right, on to number two. This might be, I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm taking NCAA cross. Mm. I just want to bank a cross country race now mm-hmm. because my next three picks are probably going to be track, but I want one cross country meet in there. So I'm going to snake it now before you guys do. That's my thinking. And it's so good. Freaking love watching NCAA cross. You sure you don't want the sound running? <laughs> <laughs> it's a toss it. Okay, it was a, it was a toss up. <laughs> it was a toss up between those two. And I went with NCAA cross. From like Special a, meet for all of us. Yeah. From a participation standpoint, I don't think I've like experienced something that's more it just has so much meaning. You just it's just the whole season dedicated to it and you do it with your teammate. The the way that it works with the team is just makes it so special compared to other meets. Yeah, the nerves there and like not like the start line <laughs> the strides. The start line strides are just like something else. Yeah, there. I do feel good about that pick actually. Yeah, that is a good pick. Oh yeah, we should say as well, I should have probably said this beforehand, before your first two picks, but I think 
Like, I think maybe we'll have USA's as its own thing, and then all the rest of the national championships will be, like, its own thing as well. So you can just pick, like, national champs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good pick. On to the next. I'm going to butcher the – I think I might butcher this. Uh, Hakone Akadon? Ekadon. Ekadon. I want that because I feel like it's a unique meet, and also it's fucking amazing watching it and seeing it. And – um it's in Japan, so. Do you want to explain what it is to those that don't know? I mean, yeah, just so it's like, um, I mean, the it's similar to the one that um, Brooks Hansen does, right? <laughs> oh, the I mean, it's oh, based the, on the Brooks the, the Michigan Ikaden. <laughs> yeah, it's so based on the Michigan Ikaden, right? <laughs> well, it was, it was, an an was the first one, ninety-seven years. Yeah, no, <laughs> wait, the the Hakone one is basically a two-day race. Five people each day run a half marathon. More or so. less, yeah, it's like more close. Or less. It, and it, you hand it's around a half marathon. You hand off a sash. Yeah. Tokyo to Hakone in one day. Yeah. Next day, Hakone back to Tokyo. Yeah. And it's university teams only. University only. And it's and you have to qualify. One of the biggest it's like it's the biggest sporting event in Japan, I think. Yeah, next to baseball. They're saying it gets more views than the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. crazy. But the I think the cool thing is there's Ekadens leading up to it to qualify for Hakone Ekaden, which is like December thirty mm-hmm. first. There's like the whole Ekaden season mm-hmm. or fall, like when we're doing I guess it kind of is still the road-ish season in the US, but for them it's like the road season, but it's only relays every My, time. For them, then, it's it's not just the road season; it's it's the season. We're training with someone from Japan, and it was like everything on the track this summer was very secondary to Ekaden season, yeah. which yeah. is just so hard to wrap our head around. I mean, I'm capitalizing on that because uh, you can make a lot of money off that meet. I reckon. I, I agree with that. I think I think it's. Very unique in the list of like big meets that currently exist to have one, which is so like everything, like Japan as a country, university running everything. It's kind of similar to NCAA Cross, I guess, in this way, but everything is going to that meet. Like that's all that matters. And I think that is why a big reason why it's so special. Mm. That's what you want to try and have as much as possible. Change NCA Cross to an Ekaden. Ooh, <laughs> that actually, honestly, an Ekaden like, in, so in like NCAAs would be interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like how to make that work. That'd be so cool. Maybe like you'd scrap the indoor season or you do indoor season or Ekaden. Didn't they used to have an Ivy team would go over and race in Ekaden? Yeah, I think they still do. Really? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but... Very cool. Good pick, Holly. That's a good first rounder. All right. With my first pick, my round one pick in the draft... I really don't want to do this because <laughs> I, I 100% expected someone else to pick this. You're going to pick the Olympics, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> I have to. Well, my my head is telling me yes, but my heart is telling me no. Remember when you talked about the Chicken Boy League and how the Olympics was, was like bad That's for the, the thing. sport I in think, that way? I think the Olympics is bad for this. But, I mean, if I'm putting together in a normal setting, yes, I, I think. Like, I would love for the Olympics to not be as big of a deal, et cetera, et cetera. But... If I'm just trying to put together right now for 2024, like the best meets draft, I think I have to pick the Olympics for, you know, mm. obvious reasons. Yeah, no. Obvious, no, obvious no it reasons. makes sense. I mean, like, it's well, it's probably one of the most watched events. And also, I, I mean, think it is. the Olympics, but the Olympics, you're picking it as a track meet, not as like overall no, everything just, else just that comes track it. from just it. Just the track from it. Like, track and that's like, it. I think it's track and swimming are the most watched sports, right? Yeah, they're up there. I don't know. You tell people world championships in track, and they don't know what that means. No, which but basically is the Olympics. If you win the Olympics at track, you're like yeah. superstar. Did you superstar. guys see Noah Lyle's commercial? They just aired. I didn't get through the whole thing. <laughs> Wait, how long? Was I it? just saw the hate about it. I didn't really actually see it. 
I didn't watch it. How long is it? What's it advertising? It's, it might only be like 20 seconds. I think I made it's it. It's like an ad about him winning the Olympics and like what he wears. But he hasn't won it yet. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, such that's, bad that's what the controversy, I think, is. Such bad Is karma. that correct, Joe? I didn't actually watch the whole thing. Okay. I got to the point where he was on the starting line and I just didn't. Okay. Yeah. I probably should have watched it, but. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, Olympics. And moving on to the next pick. This one is going to go very interesting. Now that I'm thinking about it, reflecting on this pick more, it doesn't really make any sense in this in this day and age, 2024. But let's just pretend that we're in a time vortex for a little bit. And with my second pick, I'm going to take the Bauman time trials. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> I wanted that. And do they exist anymore? That, that's the thing. So just forget about, we'll just momentarily. Forget about I, I thought this was the 2024 no, season. <laughs> no, like. no, we're bringing them back. We're bringing them back this year. It's uh, they're gonna do the time trials instead of the Olympics. Woody's back, Grant's back. <laughs> yeah, we're making them happen again. Honestly, what time of year were they even? It was COVID? That's why they happened. Oh, it was like February, March, April. Like it was, was it well, well, there was the BU ones. There was okay, the outdoor. Yeah, ones. there's so many different versions. I in my head, I was thinking like the COVID ones, which the, were pretty special. The in Portland some ways. high school ones. The Portland yeah. high school ones. But then the there's all ones. there's always yeah you're right the there's a typically a five k BU and then a ten k. Uh, yeah, sound I think of the ten. I think of the. 10k, I guess. Yeah. What's what? What even are the other? What were the COVID? Well, ones? in COVID, Shelbo, Shelburito ran. Didn't she run the American record on the outdoor 5k? They ran some crazy. Dang. I think Mo maybe broke 13. Mm. Outdoor. Didn't like, what about the 10k they did where like uh, Kieran ran like his national 5k? That was in, in the, the last 5k. That, 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 that was the 10k. That was 10k. 10K yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was crazy so, as well. What's your reasoning? What's your defense? <laughs> oh, also another one that I just want to throw in there is um, when Mo paced them for forty six hundred. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty <laughs> sick. And then they was that in the woods? Yeah, in the the night in, uh, night in the woods or something. Yeah. That was like the rebirth of Woody. Yeah, yeah. Matt Sensowich ran thirteen flat. Yeah, Woody yeah. broke thirteen, I believe. Yeah, four fifties. Really sad because n- none of them qualified for worlds because they didn't have the stand, and then they just went and did that. But my reason is just because just every single time they did one, it was. I think very entertaining and maybe it's in a, it could be in a love way or a hate way. Often it's been talked about in a hate way, like how it's bad for the sport. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm as a meet director, I'm going, I'm going with the line of any publicity is good publicity. Love it or hate it. You were watching. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, I just, I just loved how they would just go take hold of a meet. I think there was, was maybe it was the big 10 K when they, the weather was bad. They're like, no, we're doing it the next day. Yeah. So. Literally, it literally like em- like the emperor from uh, I mean that race just, Star Wars. that ten k I remember were just like taking over couldn't even wrap your head around it yeah those performances it was like what just happened yeah it, it's just like it was wild I think I we have to give them credit where they really broke down some barriers with 100%. those performances because like looking at especially like Grant's ones are easy for us because that's that's pretty much like our events both those like times that he like when he ran a really quick 5k indoors where i think his last 3k was close to 730 yeah. and then that 10k you would have never predicted that he would run like that fast in that way and i then feel like, we, like we all thought 27 minutes was like the barrier like because yeah. when Selinski broke it and it's like yeah he had 300 meters on him <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty mind-boggling to think about so unfortunately do you remember that when they moved to eugene we were like we thought they were going to continue at eugene and not one there hasn't been yeah, one good time uh, trial. Yeah, Eugene. We, were, we we were kept saying like, oh, Eugene, like Hayward Field time trials are going to be like the thing. Yeah, we thought that was going to be every weekend. We'd be in Eugene running time trials. I would have supported them move to Eugene much more if that had happened. I would have as well. I think that would have been more of like, okay, I see it now. But they haven't even fucking taken, taken advantage of it. 
Yeah. So that's my pick. All right. On to, on to Ollie. No, on to me. Oh, no. Snake order, yeah. Damn. Sorry, buddy. Um, yeah, going first kind of sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Mori plant meat. Close now, that's a, that's a biased pick, but I thought, I mean, I'm Australian, and I want, like, big meats in Australia. That meat was the biggest meat I've ever been to in Australia, and it was, like, incredible, and it's going to be incredible this year. We got, like, Jake Whiteman, Peter Ball, Stuart McSwain, like, really good um, talent going to be there, and it's going to be... Hopefully a killer meet, and um, it's always great to see like a pack stand with a lot of young kids getting excited about uh, athletics. So that's my pick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure that meet survives and stays uh, stays stays strong. Survives and thrives. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a very good pick. All right, on to George. I take back what I said. My last two picks are gonna be track picks. <laughs> I'm gonna do one more pick that's not on the track, and I'm gonna go. I'm going to take the London Marathon. I was trying to think before if you were going to take a marathon, which one to pick, because that is hard. <laughs> and my reasoning, I want one, I want to just cover bases. I want to have the US covered. I want to have Europe covered. So I'm going Europe and road. And I just think Mark Cuban and Elon Musk <laughs> will see the monetary value in the London Marathon. Uh, that, that race has to make, I mean, any I of think, those races do, but London. I oh. think London just seems like money. The... The most high roller. It's funny you like say it's London. Got. I don't think I've ever thought of, like, watched London. No, I. it's or definitely like, the one I watch the least, but yeah. it's super fast and can attract really good fields because they yeah. have heaps of money. Wait, what? No. And I want one in the UK. When was the, did they break the world record at London recently at all? I know, I mean, the current one's from Chicago and then before that was it Berlin. I don't know. One of the women's world record women's was in London. Yeah, men's was probably like Valencia or something, right? Not the world record. No, men's was Berlin until Chicago. Oh, Berlin, yeah. But the women's before that go around to 11, it was London, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. No, it's a good pick. It's a it's a logical pick. It's a it's a safe pick, I think. That's a cash cow, mm. if there ever was one in this sport. All right, Joe, what you got? I'm surprised this one's still on the board, but Milrose Games? <laughs> Very close to home as well. Yeah. Another one that's probably a bit like, I mean, I think that meat's grown a lot in the last few years. Like it's always been a really big meat, but now it's like every event. It was always like the mile was the big thing. And now like top to bottom, you have like Christian Coleman running the 60 and you have a two mile that's going for the world record. So I think every event now there is really good. Um, And then just the atmosphere there is crazy. Like, I've never, like, the, the, have you ever been to the armory? The stands are literally above the track. And so racing there is just like an atmosphere. Like, you probably can't get anywhere else on a, on a track. I think that's a really good point. I think something that, yeah, maybe we haven't thought about yet is I do agree with you that the best atmospheres that you'll ever get in the sport are indoor meets. 100%. It's like, just mm-hmm. impossible to get that in a big outdoor stadium. Yeah. Well, very, very, very hard. Very hard. Very hard. Yeah. Like, you think. Most diamond leagues, even with like, even like Oslo, 20,000 pack stadium, like Milrose still feels so much louder because this people in the stands are probably so close. <laughs> like everyone is within 10 meters of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just gets so loud yeah. and everything seems so fast, I would say. Like, yeah. Cause it's just a small track. little gym. Like everyone's packed in there. Yeah. Lots of energy. It's yeah. a racing those meets is, is crazy as well. Cause you really feel that energy and you feel, I think sometimes you get really nervous for indoor meets just because everything's so chaotic. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Well, I feel like there's videos every year of, like, from indoor meets, someone, like, you know, 
like at the armory when the person was holding the tape and they came out too late and got like ran into by the person winning the race. Like, I feel show. like you just always get these chaotic moments. No, that's a good pick. Good pick. And um, also a pick where we'll be back there. We'll be back there pretty shortly. Yeah. So on the schedule. So that's a great second pick. Good, good uh, first two rounds by everyone, I would say. Back to you, Joe. Double pick. Oh, gosh, I was not ready for two picks. I'm going to take this one because I've done two track races. And this is much off Morgan's talking it up. Is the world road running champs? Oh, I was gonna pick that's that. a good pick. Yeah, that's that a very a, good uh, pick. That is a good. That. I completely forgot about <laughs> oh, that. That's a great pick, especially future future yeah, future yeah. years. Yeah. So I think this was the first year of it, right? In yeah. Zagreb mm. and uh, in Latvia. Riga, Latvia, Riga, Latvia. Yeah, sorry. Um, and then what? It's the mile five k half marathon. Yeah, and it and it. Uh, what's the word? It ate up the previous world half marathon championships yeah. which has been on for a while yeah so mm. the world half marathon champs i feel like no one ever really thought about those much but now that it's like just reds miler yeah just reds <laughs> uh but now that you have you have milers 5k half marathon one race all in one place and i think it was cool they one had day. like a citizens race yeah so it just seemed like a really good event to like draw like if you want to go to an event run a race watch the pros run it just seemed really good and the locations are great like i think Denmark. I think the next. I'm not. It's not this year, but then next year it's in Copenhagen, Copenhagen and then yeah. from there they're trying to start doing it every single year. So then the next San year, Diego. San Diego. Yeah. So I, I think, think that meet has huge potential. And they're they're doing all the right things because one thing I don't know if all the fans will have seen this, but they're trying to schedule it to, so that all the best athletes can do it. So in 2026, when the World Champs are late in the year in Tokyo, one week later is World Road Running Champs in San, San Diego. Yeah. So you don't have to extend your season super far. Yeah, I think that's mm. always been the thing with a lot of these like fun championship races or fun meets. It's just the timing. If it doesn't work out, they're not going to get good runners. But that's one thing they've done well, I think. And now every year people will be chasing uh, in the mile that uh, world say, record. Yes. Also, re- re- resetting the world records also. <laughs> but it'd be so was fun a, to like was a great yeah. run the 5K at World Champs and then a week later go run a road 5K like, Probably much lower stakes and just like more, f- like it'd be a fun race. Yeah, that like honestly, enjoying the race for the race's sake. Like yeah, your race looks so fun. It like is so watching fun. that video you finishing, I was just like, this looks so cool. It's just like pure racing, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's just way more. It's just a way. What splits did they have? Did the they splits? have like a three K split? They had they had all the splits. All the Ks. I think so. The the top guys, phew, they ran like really quick at the end. Did you get the Australian record for the road five K? No, because they. Craig Mottram has it from Carlsbad. I think it's around 13.20. And I think, I don't know if countries reset the world record. Because you know how world athletics. world athletics reset the world record. But I think national records didn't get reset. Okay. So it's still the, like. I think you were five or six seconds maybe. Or yeah. Were you 24? Within, within 10. Or 26. 26. Within 10 seconds. Mottram was like either like 19 or 20. Yeah. But I think, yeah, you could run really quick in those races as well. And I think they'll continue to get deeper and deeper. So. San Diego would be a sweet one. Yeah, I think for the first year of the event, it looked amazing, and they're probably just going to build on that. Hopefully it just, yeah, keeps, the momentum keeps growing. So, yeah, great pick. me. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Should I better take a track race? I'm going to, can I take the Diamond League final? Is that, is that it? What is it like? Is that a is that allowed? 
The problem I, is, is like the W League final is a meet, but it's not a specific meet. Yeah, but like, neither world running, world road running champs. Yeah. That changes locations every that's year. That's true. That's true. But then you'd have to constitute so the that the Diamond League exists. I mean, are we saying for Brussels? Are we saying like this next year or like just in? I, I, I think guess you should be allowed I, to pick just the Diamond League final. I think you can choose it in general because yeah. it is very different from a normal Diamond. And League. also. It's, it's a, way bigger, but it's almost like a controversial pick in, in some ways. Mm. I would say because mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's part of a, it's not part of a league. Like we're making a league, and it's not. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the contradiction. With but it, also, but it does make sense. Sorry, I'm not trying league. to shit on your pick because you just <laughs> picked it. But it's like I'm always like I'm always well, not always. There's some amazing. There's a lot of amazing things that happens at the Diamond League final. But I would say I'm often a little bit like disappointed. Mm-hmm. That makes I, sense. I agree. I agree. I was more just better. That's, that's it, covered, pick. it covered bases in terms of. I, well, I I sometimes I'll get the Zurich Diamond League. I'll get the Brussels. Diamond no, it's League. a great pick still. It's a I'll great get three. Yeah, it's a really like, good pick. And, I'll it, get and it could get other meets as well in the future. Covers a few bases in terms of great Diamond Leagues. And but if it's in Zurich, which I would probably just put it in Zurich every year. Yeah. And then I just get the Zurich Diamond League. It's a great. It's a great third pick. I think first <laughs> round everyone's picked. There was no controversy. Now we're in the third round, and it's like we don't know how these are going to go. Yeah, it's getting a little more challenging as yeah. it should. No, that's a good pick. I mean, it's the Diamond League final. It's uh, I'm taking it. It's, it's a very good pick. Good, good stuff. New York Marathon. Yeah. I think New York, I unfortunately didn't get to go this year, but from everything I've heard and from like all the stuff I've seen, like New York just is like already a nuts city, but it becomes even more nuts when the New York Marathon's on. So that's an easy pick for me, and I need to be in the US at some point. In my league, I have Japan, I have Australia. Moving over to North America, and New York is a great place for a great marathon. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't think there's much else to say. New York's New York marathon's like legendary. Speaks for itself. Yeah, is it? It must be one of like the biggest. I don't even know how they. It's probably that in Boston. What the biggest metrics rank. they use to rank like I yeah. don't know, participation or money made, but it might be like the big New York might be the biggest participant. I think they had the highest number of entries. It was like fifty five thousand. Yeah, yeah definitely. I feel like it's bigger than Boston for sure. Because Boston's, Boston's got sure. prestige though. Oh yeah, Boston's I mean, they, just they all have, they all have prestige. Oh uh, yeah, but, right. but I think Boston. But like for I don't know, talking to a, like I think I maybe asked you this question, Joe. But talking to a lot of Americans, like, would you rather be in Boston or New York? I think a lot of people Americans would say Boston because yeah. I think Boston's like a like like legendary as well in its own right. Obviously, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I would say but, New York or Boston. Yeah, Ch- Chicago's like Chicago's also massive. Yeah, they're all they're all good, yeah. but but hey, different. We can't dish Chicago because that's Ritz's best marathon. We have to. Also, oh, it's where the people run world records now. That so. is true. It's a so very fast course. That uh, that does a lot for it, I would say. Great pick. Oh, boy. Now I got two. This is pressure. I think for my next pick, I'm going to have to pick the USA Olympic Trials. That's my pick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that's very biased, I would say, being based in the US. I think if I wasn't based in the US, I would probably not care about it as much but maybe i would still because it is like the fact that the u.s is the one country that's so successful so so successfully is able to have a trials where it's generally very clear-cut top three you go into the olympics i think makes it really exciting because that's just in our sport that's just some of the highest stakes that you can get and almost every I mean, not almost. Every four years, there's a lot of upsets. There's a lot of surprises. There's so much drama that that goes with the Olympic trials, and um, we were all there last time. And being there, Joe, I don't, I don't envy you. Being there as a fan, it's like Ugh. one of the most emotionally draining experiences. Yeah. It's just like, it's crazy. No, it's yeah, <laughs> fucked me up. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it was nice having you guys there. I mean, that was my first Olympic trials, and it was like, 
at least I raced the first day. And yeah. I was so yeah. happy. I so was that's like, good. I was yeah. like, if I had to sit through 10 days of this, Alicia, oh, man, I'd be cooked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I didn't come back for the 5k. Cause like, I don't think I got home after the race until like 3am. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just crazy. crazy. But also I think the one good thing about the U S Olympic trials is it eliminate. I feel like every world champs, every Olympics, there's controversy in some country about someone who gets selected who shouldn't be. Yeah. Or maybe not shouldn't be, but like, it's always up in the air. It's always like up great because there's always like gray amazing area. athletes and they never like duke it out, right? Whereas like the US, they duke it out. Top three, you go through unless you like there's a standard thing, but most of the top three, you probably have the standard you're in. Mm-hmm. I know it just got quite complicated for the marathon in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a lot of great. I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand what's going on with the marathon. I'm talking track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't even we don't even know how to get into that. Yeah, like, leave that to the experts. <laughs> yeah, I, I let Chris Chavez break down that whole process. <laughs> Yeah, it's too much for me. So that is that is my pick, my third pick right there. And with that, we're on to the final round. And wow, it's crazy how many meets there are still on the table. I'm really going it's really sad that I haven't picked I haven't picked a cross country race. And I really like cross country. But like what fucking I guess aside from NCAAs. You know what? I'm really inclined to pick World Cross now. I was either gonna pick World Cross or Prefontaine. I I I'm I'm just gonna say World Cross. I was in Australia. World Cross is a good meet. You know, I th- I'm gonna go World meet. Cross. I think like, I think if you're making a league in the yeah. way that we're talking about it, including World Cross, is it's a good meet. Like, yeah, you just I, need to make people. Run I have it. one gripe with World Cross. What is it? That the Europeans never send teams. Yeah, that is true because so, they, they're so obsessed with European cross, right? Exactly. Just the timing and mm. like, well, they don't send it unless they think they can podium. Like mm. a lot of countries, it's like, yeah, if our team, if we don't think they can podium, we're not sending a team. Mm. I think that's I a sad that. thing because at one point, World Cross was every year, and I assume it was a bigger deal when it was every year, and they had two races that had a short course and a long course. Yeah, I assume back then it was it was bigger, but unfortunately, recently it hasn't been quite the same. I but think COVID and just yeah. Pushing all these championships together. Putting it in Australia was like simultaneously so cool, but also not cool, I think, for a lot of those, like for the reasons we're talking about. I think it was really hard for countries to send teams. And then this year, there is World Cross, but no one even... It's in Croatia, isn't it? Well, it was. no. <laughs> oh, it got, was. Where, where is it now? It's in... Uh, Back you, to Serbia. Serbia. <laughs> so it's like really sad because they were meant to be hosting and then I think, I don't know if they weren't like prepared properly or something. So um, this, is a, this is a case of buy low, sell high. I'm, mm. I'm buying like good. a seemingly dying meat and I'm hoping mm. that we can... We can do some work on it and make it what it should be. Yeah, mm. bring, bring it back to what Ritz <laughs> said it used to be. Yeah, when Ritz was running really well. It's like back when he came fourth as in the juniors. Did he, he got third. He got third. third. And he, in front of him was um, Kipchoge. And that um, photo of him like running next to like, Kipchoge and like Gebra Salas. Yeah, <laughs> it's the craziest like, what shit. Is going on? <laughs> no, that, that was unreal. Back in my day. So that Let's is do that now. my final pick. In the the great the great Edinburgh would awesome. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, a, that's not even a dying meat. That's a Dead meat, That's right? a dead, dead meat, I think, exist. but that was pretty sweet. And it is. Speaking so across this country. Is, this is my last pick, and there's two meets that I'm really tossing up on. One of them is the Monaco Diamond League. The other one, European European Championships track. Europeans so, was amazing last mm, time. It was. Yeah. So, like, for me, I'm going to go with Europeans purely because from what I... I mean, we have teammates that could be at Europeans, but... The one that was in Munich, like it was insane. Like the just from the filming, like from from Jordan, from like mates from on, and just in the crowd, incredible. And I cover like all of Europe, so I've got the, all the Europeans running European champs. It's such a big deal, Mario. Like it's like literally, it's 
almost up there with Gladiator for Mario. It's <laughs> it's one of the greatest things he can possibly be a part of. So I'm getting European champs. Well, one thing that's, that's like ping. really good for right now in particular, like from our perspective, is that the European men's 1500 is insane. It is just like, <laughs> just like so they're just the best in the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then also, I don't know if they're continuing to do this going forward because it's, it's hosted by. Rome this year, but when they held it in Monaco, in sorry, not Monaco, in Munich, that would be sick. Monaco would be sick. <laughs> yeah. See how they could host that event. Uh, it it coincided with other sports. It wasn't just a track mm. European Championships. It was also like biking and yeah. rowing. I don't it was know. in the Olympic facility as well. Yeah. So like all that stuff was happening on at the same time. So people could just go in and out. So it was like sports. an Olympics. Or it like was pretty amazing. Game, so. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. But oh, that's a that's a great pick right there. I I really like that. Gosh, I keep forgetting, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that way. It's tough. You'll oh. see why. <laughs> George, final pick. All right. This is. This took a long time to decide on. I think this this might be a little bit, a little bit of a underdog pick, but I'm taking this to Walter Myler. <laughs> wow. I like, I want more. I wanted more picks like that. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like close to home. Like more. because the last I picked two big ones. Pearl Street now, Mile. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, okay. I want to meet the ma- top reason is I want to meet where you're allowed on the, where the fans are allowed on the track. Should I think that makes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes like a huge difference to a meet, and I think like that could be like so. You could like grow that up, and it's like quite a. I mean, I also have a soft spot for it because I went early in my OAC days and won it and had a lot of fun there. Um, I just think there's good potential for an, a mile, like a Fitev or a something where there's only one event, I think is like in subway cross, like one race on each side. I think there's like good potential for that because it's not like the excitement isn't spread out over hours and there's no waiting around. Like there's just one race, one big race on each side and the fans are like basically in the lanes with you. Yeah. And I think it's a good pick. That's I've, my pick. Everyone I've heard who's been there has loved it. Mm. Yeah, if you can make it so that's a great athlete experience and a great fan experience, what more do you want? Sky's the limit, I yeah. think. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Good, good final pick. I like that we had one that was more exciting. I guess like more, more salt to the ground, slightly, slightly just different from like the fucking Olympics. Like. Hi, <laughs> 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 right, Joe. What you got? All right, so this is the Mister Irrelevant pick, uh, <laughs> but this is like this is a case of maybe not. Buying low, selling high, but a meet that with I think has a ton of potential is pen relays. Mm. Like you look back at when it used to be USA versus the world mm. in all the sprint relays, and you get like Usain Bolt and just these amazing sprint stars come, and it was such a big meet. And I think it's still, it still is like for high schoolers. Um, I think on the pro side, like On is really trying to bring it back, and mm, I think job. like. We tried with like the four by mile and doing some fun things like that. But I think, I don't think that really hit the four by mile, but I think that trying those things at Penn relays, I think there's a potential to bring it back. And I heard they're bringing back the USA versus the world relays, which were so cool when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, Also collegiately, it's like one of the, it's it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. You have college, high school, everyone right there. And like that stadium is just old, historic, like super fun right in Philadelphia. Mm. Um, yeah, and it packs out like yeah. What is it? It's, it's, it's seventy thousand people. Something. Yeah, it's oh. crazy. And so, I wouldn't say I'm buying low, but I'm. I think it has a big upside. Yeah, 
it can be bigger than what it actually is now, which is already massive. Yeah. And the cool thing about it is in our sport, we don't get many opportunities to run as a team like in a relay. So Yeah, and it's another one where the timing awesome. is everything. Because yeah. if, if you could... If you could time it in the right time of year, yeah, think you of could a, really like we always do, we, al- we always talk about putting together like dream DMR teams, but it's like, that'd be so cool if you had like USA versus the world, USA DMR, like a UK... Mm. Australia, whatever. You'd have a lot of good DMRs, honestly. Yeah. Thinking about even the Europeans, like they try. Does does World Road? No, not World Road. Does World Relay still exist? Oh man, <laughs> isn't that? <laughs> it's always in like the Bahamas. Every, or somewhere, yeah, somewhere every in once in a blue moon, I hear about Happened that. Happened for like <laughs> two or three years. Yeah, I feel like you always hear about that every like five years. World Relays, and you're like, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> it's sad because I'm just trying to think. Like, it would be amazing if if there was a way for them to work out a system. Maybe this is what we're doing here with the Chicken Boy Morgan League, a system where it actually mattered to the athletes a lot that were to have like a team or a relay type event because it's just so hard to make it matter. It's like even if you just keep putting money on it, I mean, if you put enough money, I guess yeah, it matters. Yeah, get people, yeah. But like even then, it's like it's unsustainable just to be like, <laughs> all right, we got some sponsor to put up yeah. so much money for this race. You got to make it something that the athletes want to do. You got to try find meaning somewhere. Yeah. So that everyone wants to do this. And that gets harder with the whole system that World Athletics has in place. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't help at all. It yeah. doesn't help at all. Well, great job, guys. Mm. How are we all feeling with our teams? I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I'm happy too. Should we go through them all quickly again just to remind everyone? All right. Joe, you have the Oslo Diamond League, Milrose Games, World Road Running Champs, and Penn Relays. George's team is NCAA Cross, London Marathon, Diamond League Final, and the Soil Walter Mile. Ollie's team is the Hakone Ekaden, the Maori Plant Meet, the New York Marathon and European Championships. And then my team is the Olympics, the Bauman Time Trials. <laughs> how, did they, how did they get in there? <laughs> USA Olympic day. Trials and World Cross Country. You have two Olympic uh, kind of centered events. Yeah. I guess it only really works in an in a, in Olympic year, my one. It's not a lot very of, sustainable. A lot, of meets, <laughs> a lot of meets left on the table. Yeah, so that's for sure. meets left on the table, which is weird to think about. Uh, I don't. Well, guess that's just how many meets there are, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our fans can put up if you guys want to like make your own draft and post it on our social. Let us know, like post it on YouTube. I think comments. somehow we'll we'll make this into a graphic and put it out to the Instagram to vote on it. But also in the comments, just yeah. the, if you're watching the YouTube version, just let us know what you think about these different picks because I really don't. There's so many different ways you could go about like rating these different. Mm. Yeah, I could teams. see every team being. A re- like you could vote for every team for one reason or another. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for us to call in our special special guest. We're doing a little thing today where this man is known for his interviews, but we're turning turn the tables. We're flipping it on him. Also, he's our enemy. So this we'll see how this goes. <laughs> but he just had a very very big achievement in the last couple of days, which hopefully we get to talk about the news. So. Was it? It was at the Houston Marathon, right? Mm-hmm. Kiki Chavez, hey, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Here, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna set you up. But you're live right now, so don't say anything like crazy or anything. How's my audio and everything? Fantastic. We can hear you. Oh, Joe's the guest. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what no, a jo- Joe's, Joe's the host. You're the guest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, can you see it. us? Is this, is this good for you? Yeah, I can see you guys. You're sparkling right now. <laughs> I, I went with the the nice camera for you guys, of course. Oh, glowing! I thought it was that that sub sub three hour glow. Just take us. I mean, that was only one day ago, right? Just take us through um, the race and just 
Yeah, how you feeling with everything? That's gonna be like oh that's a lifetime God, you're, you're accomplishment. No nope. tables on me like this is a post race <laughs> interview. It's like I've done it enough times for you guys in the mix, and you finally got to get me back. But no, it was good. I mean, it's a big weight off my shoulders. Everyone kind of has known that like I've been going after sub three in the marathon, sub five in the mile, still out there. I haven't given it a, a shot in a bit, but Range. no, it was good. I mean, this was you guys saw me in New York. I blew up, and it was not pretty. Um, this was different because it's like, and I kind of went into this one a little bit secretly. People could maybe tell that I was training for something on Strava, but I didn't really tell too many people. I was like, oh, I'm going to run the Houston marathon. Cause I was like, let's try something different. Let's make it super low key, not make it like this whole big thing. And so it paid off. I mean, it was, I'm also much better at like flat races. Houston's like super flat. Um, so I just got to roll for, for the whole time I found some people to run with and yeah I mean I, I was cutting it close I had a nice little buffer through halfway and then at the very end I just started doing math in my head I'm like oh I've got Scary. all right if I start to die and I can run some 720s like I'll be okay um and then I was like but no we can't let that we can't tap into the reserves too soon and so if, if people were tracking on like the Houston Marathon app which I had like friends they were like oh he's good he's good but then there was like a late split where like, oh no, this might be close. And so people were sweating it out, but I, I got it done with like 40 seconds of spare. So mission accomplished. Huge, huge congrats. Uh, Chris, what's your, uh, like, tell us your, what's your journey of the three hour marathon? Like when did that become so important? And, and honestly, um, like watching your, your last hundred meters reminded me of the videos you guys posted of people uh, getting the trial standard at, uh, CIM, yeah, yeah, yeah. which and it's it's like quite emotional to watch, like realizing how much it means to those people. Like, wh why why does that mean so much, and like why why is that so important? It's I yeah, mean, it's I mean, amazing. I was jacked up, yeah, yeah, because like I guess for me, like I started running my first marathon was actually like in 2013. I was still in college. I was like just getting into like the whole running thing. Like my goal at that one was just to break four hours and I didn't do it. I ran like four seventeen. It was like Chicago. Um, and so then I, from there was like, okay, I did Chicago. I still want to do like the hometown one. So for me, that's New York. And then like, I did that one. It went so poorly because I got hurt on like the Queensboro bridge. I have like a love hate relationship with the New York city marathon. So I wanted to try it again. And at that point, like, I'm just like, all right, I'm too down with like the, with the U.S. majors, I got to do Boston. I had a friend, uh, you know, who was working for Adidas at the time, got me a bib. So I did that one. And then your mind's like, I'm halfway through the majors. Might as well do the international ones. And so then I was hooked on that. I went to, I, I guess like it really starts, at that point I was still running like four, in four hours or just bro broke four. And then it, it was in 2017, like I finally got into like the New York City running community, which is like, there's so many clubs and like groups out here that like, once you just like, I hadn't trained with a team at all since like high school. So it was, it was cool to get back into like going to a practice on like Tuesdays and being on the track and same thing on tempo runs on Thursdays or long runs that like very quickly, like I made this big jump from like three thirty six to three sixteen and then three Oh six, like a couple months later. And so then that's when it sort of started to creep in my head. I was like, okay, I could probably run, sub three eventually and 
like it was just chipping off blocks of time at like when you're a hobby jogger it's so much easier to just take 10 minutes off a pr but if you're like an elite that's a lot of time unless you're like uh taking a sefa or someone like that but for me it was just like i don't know it was just like over time just putting in the training but then like the pandemic hits and i'm stuck at 306 in the pandemic i'm like i'm not gonna keep training if there's no races so like literally i think like 2020 2021 2022 even like i was still getting back into my own running like nowhere near like my old prs and i rejoined another team i'm training with like central park track club here in new york and that's been like paying off because like i run with all these fast girls i'm not good enough to run with the guys on the team so like um yeah like you know i got back into it basically also when i started going all in on citrus mag it's like <laughs> it makes you kind of give up a lot of your own time too where it's like all right now i got to run a business so i think kyle wrote about this like in his newsletter like a couple weeks ago when he was like looking at his 2023 like stats and how much fewer how much less mileage he had in 2023 he's like it's ironic that when you cover the sport you you end up running less and it's true but like you know, I'm lucky in the sense that, like, I'm my own boss, so, like, I can go out for, like, two hours or three hours on a Friday to do a long run, and then, like, uh, yeah, just just get the training in. So, the last nine weeks were just, like, an extension of New York, and I was feeling good and wanted to give it another shot, and so, yeah, I decided it was, like, Houston will be the last one, because, you know, this, again, like, when you're covering the sport, you just lose time to train, so with Olympic trials, Olympics, I'm getting married in September. So it's like all these things happening. I'm not going to be able to run a fall marathon. So I was like, I don't want to start at zero again. Let's do Houston. Wow. That's yeah. a, that's a great answer. That's, that was. that's such a good journey. So, so good to hear. So now are you like kind of of the, the uh, vibe, like, fuck, I'm not racing another marathon for like quite a while. Are you still into the idea of them? Are you making that switch up to the track? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah. I mean, like for me, I don't get emotionally as moved for like, it was sub three and I would have been happy. That could have been 258, that could have been 259, 59, like at the very last second. I would have been so happy. A 250 doesn't really move me the same way. So like, I'm okay with putting the marathon on hold for a bit. I'm ready to get back on the track. I want it like, I'm going to take the next 10 days off or so, let my body recover. And then it's immediately back to like track practice. I'm going to start doing some 400s and, uh, 800s, whatever it might be, to just get some speed back, and then hopefully give the mile another another crack, and just keep going at it. Like I've not, it's easy to jump into some of these mile races at the Armory, or uh, maybe I need to get into a race at BU or something like that, uh, <laughs> and make it happen. But no, I mean this is it's a step forward in the right direction. So like I'm 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 excited, but like I'm good I'm good with the marathon for now. Probably won't revisit it until like. I don't know, late 2025 or something like that. Well, Chris, you could always join uh, my group. I'm going to be coaching Donovan Brazier very soon, so you can join that group with him and uh, we can get on the track and get to work. I heard about that. Big, big get by, by, by you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard anything from him yet, but uh, we're going to be setting up training. And the team, it's called, um, it's called the Whore in Us. The Whore in Us. Um, so we're we're gonna be crushing the track season. Uh, we don't have a sponsor yet, but we're gonna be looking for 
Maybe Gus can, can give you some money. Coffee, Coffee Club, Club could sponsor it. But no, nah, definitely um, that's an exciting that journey that you're going to have. And uh, it's good to hear that you're back on the track. And you're gonna the be track's going to feel so nice yeah. after the marathon. It's like, going to be amazing. You can like, if you wanted to, you could race a mile every week, you know, and you could get after it. Whereas the marathon is just so much more stressful, so much more that goes into it. Um, one question. This is going to be a slightly longer question, but you're kind of the expert. So we have to ask you this. On the show today, we did a draft where we each picked four meets and is like the best meets of the year draft. So we each have a team of four meets. And if I just read them out to you, can you, can you just like, you don't have to just like, just tell us who wins, I guess, based on your opinions. Does that sound okay? Okay, yeah. I, I, unbiased. Like, <laughs> unbiased. You, unbiased, you can't tell us. Who, yeah, you just have to say draft ah, one. Draft one, okay, draft okay, two, okay. draft three, draft four. Very smart. Okay. Drafter one selected Oslo, Milrose Games, World Road Running Champs, Pen Relays. Drafter two picked the NCAA Cross Champs, London Marathon, Diamond League Final, and the Sir Walter Mile. Draft to three, picked the Hakone Ekaden, the Maori Plant Meet, New York Marathon, and European Champs. And draft to four, picked the Olympics, the Bauman Time Trials, the USA Olympic Trials, and World Cross. Oh, man. These are all good. I mean, Drafter two has some sneaky picks. What was... <laughs> Well, re- repeat draft or two again. NCAA Cross, London Marathon, Diamond League Final, and the Sir Walter Mile. So if you pick Diamond League Final, he just gets like it could be in Eugene one year, yeah. and then it could be okay. Yeah, like, we you, debated this. We yeah, debated because it's same with like the Olympics. And, but you you were still anywhere. allowed to pick like the Prefontaine Classic like yeah. as one of your picks. But yeah, this one it's just wherever the Diamond League Final is. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm. And I'm leaning towards two or one. One has has Milrose Games, and there was one other big one on there. Milrose Games went into the second round. It did. It did. It's good yeah. observation. <laughs> yeah. uh, that surprise. Draft one was Oslo, Milrose, World Road Running Champs, and Penn Relays. Oh man, see, I I don't know about like I'm excited for World Road Running Champs, but there's only been one so far, and it was okay. We're pretty hyped up the in water. <laughs> not like we're biased or anything, but not like we compete. I'm going to go. I'm going drafter two on this one, I think. The Bowerman time trials was a very sneaky <laughs> <laughs> pick that I like. Well, congratulations you, to George Nish. You've, you've picked his team. This is the first time. We'll see what the fans think after this, but I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, you guys have to do a thing where you post a graphic, but don't say who it is, and then say, like, who won the draft. Um, well, no, it's perfect. They're going to know it. Um, is, I think the, the winning thing for drafter two was Sir Walter. I think, like, unless you've been there, which I've gone, like, three times, uh, it's just it's the Tour de France on a track, basically, with the fans right what up on you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said I, that was an underdog pick. Wow. Morgan, have you run there before? Never. Never. So us three haven't run there. No, I just George. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fifth Ave didn't get picked? Well, New York Marathon got picked. But not Fifth Ave. Fifth Ave would have been I a good I thought pick. about Sir Walter or Fifth Ave, but I was I had already picked, I'd only picked one track meet. So. Fifth Ave's tough because it's just such a short event. It's, yeah. like, it's like by 11 o'clock, you're back in your hotel room. Like, yeah. Day, Se- over. Season's over. Season's over. <laughs> <laughs> should no. we start drinking now? Or should or I wait? Before the race. Or should I wait a couple of hours? Drink before the race or after the race? It would have been a good whoever picked it, it would have been a good like, Yeah, it would have been a good pick. I mean there's so many well. good picks that weren't like on that. Yeah. Like like Monaco yeah. Diamond League's amazing. Like that that's one of the biggest I think it's leagues. sort of like you also had to I it's interesting you guys just picked the meets because like 
you would have had to factor in other things like the Diamond League final, post-race party, the Fifth Avenue mile, <laughs> post-race party. Like those kinds of things exactly. also like add to the meets. But if you're just going by the meets, then I think still draft your two wins. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much for that. Before we let you leave, we just wanted to ask, have you heard about the rumors of Citrus Mag being acquired by a company run by a dog in the near future? <laughs> yeah. Are you privy no, to this? No, I heard about this. Yeah. I was. I keep getting a number, uh, like calls from a number I don't recognize. I don't pick up phone calls from people's numbers that I don't recognize. And I'm very sure it's this dog that's trying to call me to buy and the offer company. you a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've I heard you know there's but to Kyle Kyle's point, a hundred percent sure that uh, the FTC would you know just put a stomp on any sort of merger between us because I don't think the the running world can handle you know both worlds coming together. Definitely so not. True. And we're and we're going to be acquiring you anyway in the near future. So we're going to acquire yeah. the F. Is it the FTC? Is that what their name is? Yeah, we're right. going to acquire them first, <laughs> yeah. and then we're acquiring you guys after. So that's 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 the plan. Not not my plan. Gus's plan. That's Gus's plan. That's not, <laughs> no, we're not involved. Gus, Gus's, Gus's plan. That's Gus's plan. But uh, yeah, Chris, thank you so much for hopping on, and congratulations again on achieving Congrats. such a big goal. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before you leave? No, I'm just. I, I I've been seeing some of these entries for for the Milrose games, and it's it's exciting to, to see that a bunch of you guys will be coming out to. Who's to running? A couple of stuff. Sure, <laughs> yeah, wait, send those two to us. <laughs> yeah, send those. We haven't seen them. <laughs> no, we'll uh, we'll see you soon. I'm I'm very sure. All right, all right. Take care, guys. See ya. Yeah, thank, thank you, Chavez. Thank you. Sweet. Well, that was fun. Congrats, George. I'm not yeah. going to say that means that you won. But that's a pretty that's a <laughs> pretty a good, good start. Endorse, he was very sold on the Sir Walter he was sold on Sir Walter, and yeah. like, it's only if you've been there. I've yeah. been there. Like to me, Sir Walter is no different than also any other. Skipped over the Olympics. He also <laughs> skipped over the Olympics. <laughs> that, that says a lot. That the, says a lot US, about the sport, though. And the U.S. Olympic trials. I'm, he skipped I'm over, those he skipped two over the Olympic trials. For for him, that's like the biggest meet of the year. They, they crushed that. Yeah, yeah, but it's probably he probably hates that week. He probably sleeps like an hour a night for ten days. Probably less than that. Do you remember last Olympic trials yeah. was insane? Yeah, it was not. He probably hates that week. Hated all of it. So we're getting close to rounding this out here. Uh, there was a bunch of news which were just. I mean, I don't really want to go through news. I do just want to shout out Pat Tannen for. Mm, yes. I mean, the Houston marathon just really in the half marathon came through. Amazing meet. Um, shout out to Zuhair as well. Mm. 206, crazy. 206, winning Amazing. it. And then Pat Tannen getting the Olympic qualified 207, second fastest Australian all time. Uh, from, I think, all of our perspective, he's someone who we've looked up to for quite a while in our running career. And he's one of those guys who, I mean, he's just been stuck in and sticking it out and like grinding away. And he hasn't always had, he's had a bit of up and down. So it's like to see someone like that coming on top, I think is very inspiring and just, just makes us happy. hundred uh, percent. I mean, my first like na- national cross, I was 237th and I got a photo with Pat Tien and you. <laughs> and it was like, I was like a giddy school a f- girl. Wait, why'd you get a photo with me? I was on your team. Well, you were someone that I looked up to as well. So I had you in the photo, I had Patsy in the photo, like three, two Aussies that yeah, were like legendary in the cross country scene, particularly Pat and like seeing, yeah, seeing, like you said, he, up and down. Is that the year he won? Huh? The year he won? No, the year he won. Yeah, the year, it was the year he won. The year yeah. he won, he started, it was me and then him. I was a freshman and he shook my hand before the race. Yeah, that's awesome. Nah, like, he's an amazing like, bloke. Oh, yeah. And, he's, and he just got married, I think, as well. He married for a little bit. I oh, think. has he been married? Oh. Yeah, he must have been. I know he was delayed with COVID and stuff, and there's always like, you know, life life gets in the way. But it's it's really exciting to see him just crush it because 
Um, he's someone yeah. who really is inspiration. So is that a guaranteed spot on the Australian Olympic team? That's see, uh, no one's going to run from well, a US perspective. I, I don't know. It would be because he's the second fastest. Yeah. Someone would have to. He'd get have to get bumped down to like fourth fastest okay. for it not to be guaranteed. At the moment, I think him, Liam Adams, and I think Brett has Brett, the fastest. Brett has the fastest. Yeah, Brett, Liam Adams, and Pat Tienan, I think are the three. I'm not sure where Rainer sits. Yeah. Oh, Rainer too. I forgot about Rainer. I'm not sure about that third spot. That's a good question because Rainer has run really quick as well. Well, that's gonna the Australian team's gonna be hard to make for the marathon. It yeah. will, it will. Mm-hmm. Man, man, oh man! What about New Zealand? What about it? <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Sam Tanner making the jump up? I reckon he could run a great marathon. That guy is an absolute maniac. No, our boy, our boy Cam. Oh yeah, Cam, Cam Avery is. He went around in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah, and he was thirteenth. And you have to be twelfth to get points. I think, oh, which was a real bummer. But he's gonna in a big marathon like that is crazy. Yeah, so I think he's going to have another spring go to to try and get the ranking, basically. Awesome. Because you need two marathons. Yeah. that's. I don't know that much else about it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of it on the... I mean, Helen came second, which, good job to her. I think she's... It was... I mean, I don't know who won. Did you guys know who that was that won, the lady? But Helen, I mean, for her, it's just another well, they really solid I, race. Yeah, it was crazy, like... I guess Helen went out with that woman and they were on like 64 minute pace and then Helen like quick. died and was running five twenties. And then like everyone behind her, like it looked like she barely finished ahead of like a big group of women at like 66. Well, Wayne, said the American mm-hmm. record. Yeah. So Wayne, right, right ahead well. of, right ahead of Wayne, but well like they raced it totally different. Mm. Yeah. And the other final piece of news for the week was the women's road 10 K world record, just getting obliterated in, was it Valencia? Mm-hmm. Uh, by, I don't know how to say the name. And, and the road five K world record. Agnes Negetic. She's at the road 5K world record in route. In route. You don't see that too often. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's been a lot of like, I mean. Valencia is some kind of like cheat code. That place must be so fast. (laughs) Must be just so downhill. You should remeasure it. (laughs) Super downhill. It's the BU track of road running. It's the BU track of road running. Honestly, it is. These crazy, crazy performances. But I mean, I mean. There was a lot of like, a lot of people online were saying like, how is this possible? And it's a good question, but I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. I mean, I like think about I it. think Faith could probably break that. Yeah. People like if she really wanted to go out and when did like she run 14 hours? Yeah, still. Yeah, but that like, but when you like, I think Alicia said she was racing that lady a bunch last season. She finished one spot behind Alicia at Worlds, I think. Really. Yeah. So Alicia, so what could Alicia do? That's yeah, she could run something crazy then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, do you guys want to finish up with one quick coffee cauldron? Yeah. Why some not? Of, We're here. We're here. Con. We're ready for it. This is coming in from, and thank you again to everyone who submits these. We're going to continue to work through them. These are. This is coming in from Mo P, who also he has a picture with uh, George on our on our <laughs> sheet. I don't know if you can see that, George. It fit there by the looks of it because I look soaked. And I believe he's. I believe he. Gave us last time. I think he has already done a coffee cauldron before. I wonder if that guy has my glass trophy. <laughs> you know how you get a glass trophy for that? Yeah. <laughs> Gone. Don't know. It's so <laughs> heavy though. Don't know what happened to that. He probably has it. <laughs> All right. Time for the. Do you guys remember this music? Yeah. Let's see what we got. Sounds like kind of Game of Thronesy this Here week. Gus and Coffee Club. Mo P back here again. Thank you for answering my question about diet. Uh, I'm actually vegetarian, so I don't really eat fast food. But listening to your advice helped me realize that I'm actually pretty healthy. But I've been cutting down on the Oreos and chips, and I think it'll pay off soon. I've been feeling a lot better. Um, my next question is very unrelated to running. 
I've been talking to a girl for maybe three weeks now, and we're supposed to go out soon. And I'm just wondering, like, on your first date, how are you supposed to, act? you know, like, I feel like that first meeting is uh, going to be really awkward. I'm just thinking, like, how do I do it? Um, you know, we're going to go out for coffee. So, you know, I think that's already a great start. But, you know, I'm just wondering, like, how do I act? And I'm really afraid that if things get awkward, I'm just going to start yapping about threshold workouts. And I'm just wondering, like, when is the right time to do that? And should I do that at all? Uh, again, thank you. I love your stuff. And I actually met George at the Fifth Avenue Mile, if he remembers. Uh, and there's a picture attached. Uh, thank you. Have a nice podcast. Dude, the coffee cauldrons is turning into a relationship. I think it's, we're, we're becoming we're, a dating we're, podcast. We've become a dating podcast. Every question has been close to a relationship or friendship dating one. Um, First off, I do want to say, very happy that we helped you with your diet. And that yeah. the, way, the way it's funny that the way we talked about eating, he's like, oh, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> I'm fine. I, I, <laughs> these guys have way worse have, than me. <laughs> these guys are way worse than me. Maybe you realize. Um, first dates, are, first tough, dates huh? are tough. And he says he's been talking to her for a few weeks. So they, they've they've got stuff that they know they can talk about, like cue cards, as you say. I wonder if she's running related. Mm, that's also something you probably should have mentioned because maybe if he talks about threshold, she'd be fine with it. Yeah, like if there's maybe talking about Mike Smith is the right thing. <laughs> maybe it's completely If you bring up Mike Smith on a date, you're probably going to do well. Let's just say As long that. as you show a photo of him. Yeah. <laughs> no, as long as you show a clip of his voice. Yeah. <laughs> so. Saying Olin. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, coffee, good first date spot too I feel like first dates are always Could be a bit awkward though yeah no it will you're sitting there drinking, and you're in public like how long yeah. does it take you to drink a cappuccino yeah yeah well maybe he orders a croissant or a pinot chocolate don't you guys feel like if you're if you're I feel like in a cafe setting if it's already a bit nervous I get really nervous eating pastries because it goes everywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like if it's already a situation where it's like a little bit nervy i feel like pastries are really hard to eat for some if reason you're in a good mm. croissant you got to be outside those yeah, it's just like you get so like, embarrassed you're like, oh, that's fuck. how you know if it's a good croissant <laughs> yeah but i think uh my my advice is i mean first off seems like you have a great head on your shoulders mm. so i would not worry at all and i think a first date is a first date, nothing more, nothing less. You can't really put any more expectation or worry on it. You're always going to feel nervous. That's a good thing. It's because you're it's out of your control. It's and, out of your and control. you care. And you can never really do anything to, to, like, you never should really try to do anything except for be yourself, the most cliched advice out there. And it'll be probably, even when we do the podcast, sometimes it's like this. The first five minutes, you know, it's like you're getting into the groove and then. I'm sure, like, if you start yapping about threshold, that could be a good sign. Like, once things start feeling really nice mm. and relaxed and you just start talking away, like, things will just be good and it'll flow. Or it won't, but... I mean, yeah, you, you can't you can't control where she comes in on it, but if she's yapping a lot, she's having a good chat, then uh, you know it's going well, and then you can just maybe key off her as well. Because I'm sure if you're going to be nervous, she's going to be nervous. Like, it's just like, like, you, like in racing. Like you look across and Grant Fisher, you know, he's he's probably he's very good looking and he's still single, I think. But um, you know, he's he's hurting. He's hurting, I'm hurting, maybe not as much as me, but you know, it's gonna be nervous, uh nervous time, but you guys will get through it. Yeah, I th my advice would be to I think save talk of L T one and L T two to <laughs> probably later in the day and only Start with zone two talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and only only if it's clear that she is interested in 
very specific running related <laughs> training. I'll show her this clip. <laughs> show her this clip of just us explaining it. It's like, this is what I was given the advice. Can you explain to me what's going on with Zone 2? I feel like <laughs> I didn't, like I never heard anyone talk about Zone 2 in, until like the first, the last like few months on social media. Grand blanks. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, I think it's always been a thing, but I think what, the reason I joke about it is Morgan Pearson yeah, at that's one where point I see it. like posted uh, like it was some biking thing. So I have no context of it, but he posted like zone two ride. But he also does it for run. He's running posts. He's running. Well. Yeah. But, but he posted the biking one. Everyone was like tearing him to shreds saying like, there's no way this is zone two. And I don't know what it was. Maybe he posted like the oh, equivalent like of like crazy like, high Yeah. Watts. Maybe, maybe it might've been like running like a five minute mile or something, which isn't zone two for running. And so now we just joke about it in his comments. And <laughs> was, was it because there was like a recent interview on GCN with Tade Pogaccia's coach? And apparently Tade's coach is like... Who's his coach? Some crazy European dude. I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. There's like some huge... His like philosophy on Zone, zone 2 is like... Wait, cra- who's... Uh, if you not, you, you know Ingo, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't seen that one. Who is Ingo Samalan coach? Is that him? Yeah, game. he's from CU. Oh. Now he, I think... I don't know and if he coaches him or... Does he? Is he? He's a physiologist. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. He, he's big on Zone 2. Mm, and that so that's where it comes Mark's from. big on Zone 2. It's basically just running like... Six minute pace, okay. I think for us about click a miles. Yeah, it's click, click did it first. Yeah. Click a mile zone two. You gotta send that to me, George. I'd be interested to learn more about zone uh, two. I'm surprised you. Um, yeah, yeah, Sam Malone. This is Tade's coach. Yeah, yeah. He he worked with the he worked with us at CEO. It's called Zone Two and Beyond. Mm. On uh, so so all this explanation is going into helping him on his first date. So we're explaining zone two. So that <laughs> yeah, if she gets we confused, yeah. well, he needs to have a good understanding of yeah. it. You can't come in shaky on what zone two is. Yeah. So this Not is good for him because yeah. then if he explains zone two to her, he, she's gonna be like, "Wow, can't chat threshold if you don't if you don't know the zones below it." Yeah, yeah. with the fundamentals. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like we're not even. You're not going to touch VO2 work. <laughs> you're not going to get. Not on this date. Like Maybe the second thing. or the third date, you might get to VO2, but. Wouldn't, wouldn't bother on the first one. <laughs> well, Mo, I think, um, I don't think you probably need any more advice. I think no. you're good to go. Good luck. Very excited for you. Let us know how it goes. Yes. And maybe hold back on a pastry. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. depending on how you feel. How like yeah, it's, just, it's just like a risk. It's a big risk factor. Honestly, second coffee is probably better than a pastry. I would say. Yeah. Not if you get like jittery though. <laughs> well, that's what, true. What maybe if, you don't if, have any caffeine before. Sensitive. If he's caffeine sensitive, then yeah, maybe maybe decaf. Cup just of say water. Decaf. You always gotta have something that you can just be like doing. Sipping. Yeah. If you have nothing there, if you're trying to take like just a, fidgeting with your hands, it's like an interview. <laughs> yeah, it's it like an interview. An interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get in your phone, look at your Strava. You know, <laughs> have a fidget spinner maybe. Just <laughs> <laughs> bringing a fidget spinner from three years ago to your first date in 2024. I miss my fidget spinner. <laughs> so yeah that's pretty much it for today joe while, while you have the platform anything else you'd like to share with the fans out there yeah just that we're excited for bu which will be about a week after this pod drops it's been a good winter looking forward to the olympic year uh probably be on here hopefully if i'm running well <laughs> uh before the olympics but yeah no i think ready to get the season going Hell you know yeah. just been a long fall long winter mm. Yeah, we're all we're all very excited to, to get into it. So that's it for this episode of the Coffee Club podcast from us. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you all next week. <laughs>